0: Hello Hello, tea tea sippers. sippers, I'm Steph
1: and I'm Tamar. Welcome to Au Pair Tea, where we spill all the tea on Au Pair Life.
0: So sit back with your best cuppa and let's dive in. Hello everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of Oper the Podcast. Welcome back. Nice to be here. Hi, Steph. Hi. So this episode is all about the online training school, and it is a super special episode.
1: It is. We have a very special person coming into the podcast, and we will introduce her a little bit later. But for now, Steph, how are we going to jump into this episode?
0: So, yeah, we're just going to talk a little bit about, like, what online training school is and our experience with it because we get so many people DMing us, like, worried about, you know, the online training school and not getting the full experience and it not being the same as the physical version. Um, mm-hmm. But I had a positive experience with it. So we just want to share that with you guys and then yeah. get all the tea from...
1: our mystery, yes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, who is the so, mystery person? i mean if you look at our instagram you'll already know who it is
1: yeah you'll know who it is okay um so maybe it's good stuff to kind of explain first of all why do we go to training school what is training school normally like what is it
0: Mm -hmm. so training school is the kind of first few days in the usa um it is in new york just outside new york and basically you just stay for I think it's about three days and mm. you do classes all about au pair life life in America you do CPR training first aid training it's kind of just you're getting ready for your life in the USA
1: yeah I think it's like you arrive on the Monday and then you leave on
0: the Friday I think is right. like what yeah. happens um but you basically and you have classes up- like Tuesday Wednesday Thursday right
1: yeah, and then you get obviously like a tour of New York and stuff, but they cover things. um, So like um, NYPD, someone comes to speak to you about kind of like the mm-hmm. law in America and how to keep yourself safe because, you know, it's a big country. And I mean, things happen everywhere, but especially when, yeah. you know, you're young and maybe not so kind of, you know, sharp in the head. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes you might just, you know, make a mistake. So we get a talk from police officers. We get mm-hmm. things about um, it's more really an extension of the online courses We do. So the topics it was like nutrition and health and safety in the home and knowing things about the ages of children and what happens at every milestone, things like Mm -hmm. that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you in your training in your travel kit even, you'll see like questions that you will sell out at the training school. Mm -hmm. Right? So basically this physical experience has been moved to an online platform because of the current worldwide pandemic.
2: <laughs> oh, we, can't old,
0: be, yeah. we can't be in large numbers, so they had to move it online as most things are moving online these days. Um, mm-hmm. People are worried about this being a thing because, <clears throat> you know, you're not getting the tour of New York. You're not, people are worried they're not going to meet people in the same way as they would at physical training school yeah um but so so the official training school was announced closed on the 10th of march of this year because i remember it was the same day as my visa appointment and i was on the bus on the way to london to my visa appointment and my friends were like culture has just announced the training schools closed and i was like so devastated about it Mm. um yeah but so yeah so i think the first Online training school sort of like June, July time, I guess. No, 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 it wouldn't have been. March. I don't. Even, I literally didn't do mine until
1: the week. April. Like I. Yeah, because I like, did
0: mine. In, I did mine in April, so it must have been April.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, well, I did mine like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then I had
0: Thursday off, and then Friday I flew. So I, like, I didn't do mine yeah. till the end of August. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yes, yeah, so I did mine at the at the end of April. So. Must have been April that started. Um and yeah, I actually really liked it. I it was nice doing it from my bed. <laughs> 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 Which is kind of a pro, plus of like doing it online is you can chill out, you can have like you know when people work from home and they have like a nice top on and then pajama bottoms. Yeah. It's kinda of like that vibe.
1: Literally me. You can just roll out of bed. But yeah, it, it was kind of nice to like um kind of talk to people like all across the world and it's like mm-hmm. I think we have the same instructor. We both have Jenny, didn't we?
0: Jenny, yeah. What legend what, we stand, Jenny. What
1: a legend. Shout out to Jenny. We love yes you. Which is just really weird that we have the same person. Uh-huh. Um it's I think for people that haven't that are wanting to become an a pair and are still in that process. I think it's a big worry for them. Like you said, yeah. like we're not gonna make friends. And if it were me, like I wouldn't be Put off, like I wouldn't say, Oh, I'm not doing the program until they're back in the physical school because yeah. I think anyone that says that is not in the program for the right reasons. And Understood. I think, you know, obviously, our guests will talk about it later, but you know, credit to cultural care for doing a hell of a lot to make it as close to the real thing well, the physical thing as possible. Yeah. Um, I, think I think they it, did a
0: great job. Mm, I think people are worried
1: about just being, yeah, sorry. I just think people are worried about it being like diluted or watered yeah. down and not as good. Is there but honestly i think they did a bang up job mate
0: oh yeah oh yeah Mm. like they created that in such a short space of time and it was interactive it all worked well it wasn't hard to follow Mm -hmm. so i think they did a great job
1: yeah and it was like there's obviously a lot of information to take in which you'd be taking in at the physical one anyway But I think it was kind of nice because we got breaks during the day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we were at the physical training school, those breaks we would spend socialising with people. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's nice. But sometimes it's nice after you've had, like, you know, a couple of hours of solid work, you just get to step back and be in your own environment and just, Mm -hmm. like, chill for, like, half an hour or an hour. Yeah. So, for me, that was probably better than being at the physical one as I got to just have that
0: time away.
1: But we still got social
0: at the physical one, you're dealing with jet lag and you've just left oh, your family, you've just traveled for like hours on end, and then yeah. you're stuck in like 10 hour long days of classes. Um, so you didn't have that. You could just chill out at home. Like you said, I did mine from my bed. <laughs> so it's just like a very chilled, chilled environment. And then also, I feel like you had more time to like do the work. So we, you receive your like CPR and first aid thing like the Friday before you start on the Monday. Yeah. Whereas at the physical training school, you would do all of this on top of the classes during the day. Yeah, so
1: that's actually nice because you kind of know what's coming and you can get prepared <laughs> and take your time. I think that's actually a really big benefit of not being at the physical yeah. school as much as we both would have loved to have been there. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, it would have been amazing, obviously. Yeah,
1: I think the scariest part for me of training school was um, doing the CPR training because you have because not everyone knows that you actually have to do the exam with the examiner so you have to zoom with somebody yeah. who's like qualified and you have to show them on a teddy bear or on a pillow like how you do yeah. chest compressions on a child or how you help a choking child or a baby and I think that's really nerve-wracking because you feel like kind on one hand I felt a bit silly doing like chest compressions on a teddy bear in my bedroom <laughs> in front of some random yeah. American woman like yeah. a, miles away. but at the same time I'm like you kind of have to be like it's it's what like 10 15 minutes long if you're that, probably yeah. gonna yeah you're probably gonna pass it's not that difficult i think it was the it was the cpr material that you had to read and do beforehand that that was a mm-hmm. lot to get through it was a long was just, yeah Yeah, I think that was not... I'm not saying it's bad, but it was the worst bit in that it was very, very heavy. And I was like, oh my God, like what if something happens to one of my host kids and I can't remember what to do? Or I think that's just natural to worry, personally. But we both passed, because we're both here.
0: Yeah. Woo, go us. (laughs) (laughs) Woo.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's fine once you get it done.
0: People say that they're they're worried about like the long days and like the time differences. Yeah, so... You do it on New York Times, so the time differences are different, and for some people, it goes on to late in the night. But the amount of time you're doing classes for is exactly the same as in the physical training school.
1: Yeah, and there's no
0: like extra work. You get snack
1: breaks, so I don't know why people are complaining. Yeah,
0: and And also. In regards to socializing, you can socialize in your breaks like they have the um, like what they call the lounge where you can go into a Zoom (laughs) call and you can just like chat with people. And they also do hold the candy picnic. I'm putting like abbreviations around that because obviously it's not a candy picnic, but it's just like a (laughs) Zoom like meeting room where you can just like socialize and get to know people. So they have got that socializing aspect in there as well.
1: Yeah, I brought candy to
0: mine. Like, I yeah, I brought candy to mine too, just because I wanted candy.
1: <laughs> I brought a little drumstick. I love drumsticks. I really miss them. Oh, I love drumsticks. Oh. Um, but just going back to the whole ten-hour thing. Obviously, people like we were saying before when we were speaking to our special guest. Um, that you know, it's the longest day that we'll do is is ten hours. But I mean, you do get a couple of breaks in that. But then obviously, the point is the longest amount of time you can work as an au pair during a day is 10 hours so if you Mm -hmm. can't you know get through one one 10 hour day of training school or something and that's too much then it's like well you know this is what you've kind of signed up for guys um and it's actually not that bad when you consider like you're at school as well for for like six hours and yes everyone gets breaks and I don't think it's as bad as people I think people just look at the schedule and they go oh my god this is a long day and that was me that was me like I was like oh I can't do it it is long
0: it is long like when I finished at 11 p.m on the Tuesday or whatever time it was I had a headache I was tired I was so Mm. done with the day and ready for bed but it it wasn't awful like I had a great time and I learned a lot and I loved Jenny and I still have friends that I talk to at training school that I still talk to now so we've got a little group chat going it's called it's called like Jenny's training school or something yeah Um,
1: it's really cute we love Jenny but I think the thing for me is I was really worried that when I saw the schedule I thought oh it's just gonna be me sitting on my laptop being lectured for hours on end and I was like it's gonna be boring I'm gonna be whatever like ugh. but it was actually like well with I mean it might be different for different people but like our class was really interactive and Jenny <laughs> made it as fun as she possibly could and It was really nice like because we got to like we got put in breakout rooms we were doing challenges and activities together and so i think cultural care have made it as interactive because nobody wants to be lectured for hours on end so i think (laughs) they've kind of got quite a good balance of giving us what we need to know but also making us do as much work as possible
0: (laughs) exactly yeah and (laughs) because like most of the lecturers i mean i mean this jenny was um is also a host mum so she was, mm. like, telling us stories about, like, her repairs and, like, stuff that's happened with her repairs and how she dealt with it as a, as a host mum and stuff, mm-hmm. which was really cool. I love that. Did she tell you the story about the, the car keys? Yes. Oh she did. She, she, she told did. us it. I was building it up
1: and building it up, and we thought something massive was going to happen because of the way that she said her <laughs> repair reacted. Yeah. I she was like, oh, no, she just locked the keys in the car. And I was like, is that <laughs> it? <laughs>
0: I <like> <laughs> so funny um I
1: like she was very relatable
0: yeah she was she was awesome um and I'm sure all the other lecturers are awesome as well I didn't get to meet them but I'm sure they're great
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um so maybe it's
1: good I've actually got my schedule of the training school in front of me so I'm just going to quickly zoom through a couple of the the classes that we did so people know what you physically actually have to do. Uh-huh. So we did things like like a general welcome orientation. We did our, um, obviously, CPR exam. We did preparing to travel in the first days. We did the complexities of the au pair role, childhood nutrition, safety, um, health in the home, how to connect with your host children, self-esteem, and then behavior management, stress management, and effective communication and building strong relationships. So there is a lot to get through, but mm-hmm. it's, you know there were points where I was dipping and I was like oh I'm so done yeah but Jenny was really good at recognizing that um so yeah that was really really good and I think it helped it helped a lot because I think we feel confident going into this but then when you get to training school you're like oh my god I'm so glad I had all of this information because think of things you didn't even think of before and I found I
0: learned so much
1: I found myself like linking a lot of the learning to the online courses. So they complement each other really well. Yeah,
0: Yeah, they do. Um, So, yeah. So that is kind of our perspective on it and how we found it and kind of a bit of information about about the online platform. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time that we introduce our special guest. I think we should. Let's do it. So we have our very special guest, Rachel, here now. Hi, Rachel. Hi, everybody. Hi, Steph. (laughs) Hi, Tamar. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having Um, me. (laughs) We are honored. (laughs) Um, So we're just going to ask Rachel a few questions that we were given from you guys on our Instagram page, all about the online Mm -hmm. training school. We've kind of given a brief kind of overview of our experience, um, but we want to get all the tea from you.
1: <laughs> the lady herself.
0: Yeah. Um, so, first of all, Rachel, why don't you just um, tell us about yourself, give us a little introduction. Who are you?
2: <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so let's go. With, um, my name is Rachel. I am the director of the Cultural Care Au Pair Training School. Um, but a little bit more about me. I... Um I'm a lifelong lover of all things, cultural exchange, um, and have been kind of living this life and now uh, working in this world uh, for a while now. So, Um, I spent my career in traditional American higher education. Um, Before coming to work with the Cultural Care Training School, I was the Dean of Students at a college in New Jersey. uh, And I spent about 15 years working in a a bunch of roles in uh, American colleges and universities in student activities and orientation and residence life. Um, So coming to a, a campus au pair training school program uh, was, was a wonderful fit. I was also an exchange student many moons ago. Um, <laughs> and I spent a year abroad with a host family in Switzerland and built my own global family and, and cherish those connections to this day. I um, spent some time working with semester at sea and sailed around the world, exploring culture and the globe with students. Um, and I'm also an O pair host mom. And so my f- yeah. my family has hosted au pairs uh, since 2018 um, and it has been an incredible um, addition to our family and to our world. So being the, the director of the au pair training school program is kind of like my life come full circle.
0: <laughs> love that. That's so good. I love that. Yeah. So
1: obviously... When everyone kind of starts researching, you know, agencies, and they come across cultural care, it's like we've got this amazing physical training school in New York, and you get to do this, and you get to do that. And so, obviously, a few months ago, you guys kind of had to say, right, it's going to have to be online. So, what what was that moment like when you realized, right, we we've got to go virtual? How are we going to do it? What are we going to do? Talk us through that kind of like decision and that realization of that this is what's going to happen. To yeah.
2: Be. So, to be honest. It all actually happened really quickly, like so many things in this world where we were sort of forced to evaluate our safety and how we were living our lives and what we were doing and um, and there was a few moments back in March where we had au pairs on campus. And we realized that in order to ensure the safety of our au pairs, of our host families, of our host kids, of our program, that we really needed to go in a different direction for the time being. And so it was it was kind of a sad moment where we said goodbye to our very last group of um, au pairs on our campus in March and we got to work at designing a new experience that was going to allow our au pairs to continue to prepare to continue to meet each other to continue to connect with the au pair program and to get them ready to travel onto their host families Um, it was for sure a moment in time that i will not forget What were your
0: like so, main goals when you were creating the, the platform? Like, What did you want to kind of get out of it of the virtual training school?
2: So for us, it was always about remaining true to our mission of our on-campus program, which is <laughs> providing a real high point for au pairs to start their experience, to inspire them to feel prepared and probably most importantly to feel connected to the au pair program and to feel connected mm-hmm. to each other. Right. The the training school is about mm-hmm. kind of gathering all your tools to launch your successful au pair year. It's about knowing, um, you know, what to do and, and how to do it, but more than anything, it's about finding your people and, and knowing your support network and your support system. And so that was, that was our goal. Um, how do we how do we stay true to that in preparing au pairs with this important information but also helping them to to feel connected
0: yeah
1: I think it's really important so when you realized that you had to go, go virtual how did you like physically how did you start transferring everything into a virtual environment like was it a long process how long did it take because it surely can't be as easy as just going right let's put this on a powerpoint and let's go yeah no
2: um (laughs) it was um (laughs) it actually did happen really quickly um but I work with an amazing team of of staff at the training school. Um, You have probably encountered them, right? My my girls, Candace and Christina Mm -hmm. and Melissa and Jackie and all of our colleagues with cultural care around the world. Um, We came together uh, along with our training school instructors and we sat in a classroom surrounded by whiteboards and we took every element of our training school program from arrival to departure and all the pieces in between, the curriculum, the, the candy social, the, the CPR course, the pizza, right? We took every single piece of it, and we <laughs> we wrote it on these whiteboards surrounding us, um, and we ordered in our own pizza, <laughs> and, yeah, and we, we sat that. there, and we <laughs> we put the puzzle together in a bunch of different ways until it made sense.
0: Yeah, we was we were uh-huh. saying earlier how incredible it was that you made such a interactive, like amazing platform in such a short period of time. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible.
2: Credit to you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Did you. Did you come across any like challenges? Have you come across any challenges uh, since going virtual? Um,
2: A lot of challenges, right? Every day. Um, You know, some of the first ones that came to mind for us was if au pairs are going to be doing this from their home country, how do we transcend time zones? right? How do we yeah. transcend geography? How do we meet all of the very important requirements of the Department of State for au pair training and orientation and preparation? Um, I think maybe our biggest challenge was like, how do we create an experience that rivals a trip to New York? <laughs>
0: yeah, I think when people think, oh, I'm not going to train this place, I think that's the main thing they're like, oh, I'm not going a trip to New York. But, you know, you can travel there. You have plenty of time to, to take a trip to New York City. I am a
2: born and raised <laughs> New yeah. Yorker. New York is going to be here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what the online yeah, school five. enabled us to do was to allow pairs to continue to prepare for their experience and to arrive to the U.S. The training school is the door that opens for everything else that a- that follows after it we, we recognize that it is a little bit of a disappointment and that it's not a perfect substitute for spending four days on our campus in New York. We know that we don't pretend that it is, but what we can do is offer you an amazing experience that allows you to still continue on with the au pair program.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that. It's pretty close. It's pretty, it's good for like, because I I was very concerned about going to training school. I was like, oh, it's just going to be like hours of lectures and whatever. But I was so pleasantly surprised and I I was so happy to be wrong. Um, So Steph and I were saying earlier in the episode that we think a possible benefit of doing it virtually is that you know we we're not in a classroom and we're not all jet lagged and you know Steph can you know she was like I can do it from the comfort of my bed and (laughs) it's nice so I think that was a good point because obviously people are thinking oh it's not the same as physical training school but has as well. So what would you say would be a benefit of it being on platform
2: now? Um, I think that you you kind of hit the nail on the head there, right? Um, there is a lot of benefit mm. to doing the training school from the comfort of your own home. Um, you're not jet lagged. You are um, you're spending a lot of the program also kind of on your own time in a way that you've been able to plan for, and. I mean, mm-hmm. people build amazing relationships online now in all sorts of ways, dating apps and Instagram. And, you know, we as a, I think, society and world have figured out that creating relationships online is a part of who we are and what we do. And so if you come to the mm-hmm. training school with an open mind, that you are going to have this great classroom experience where you're having great dialogues and you are making friends, then you're going to do just that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And how have you worked to kind of make the virtual training school as fun as the physical one? A lot of people have said to us, you know, we're worried we're not going to be able to like socialize and meet people. What have you put in place to make that possible?
2: So we offer, in addition to our classroom time, we have a lot of unstructured opportunity for you guys to have interactions. Um, The one that comes to mind, of course, is Candy Picnic, right? Candy Picnic is this Mm -hmm. signature cultural care icebreaker experience where everybody comes together with, um, you know, candy from their home country to share, but it, you know, quickly turns into what are your dreams and where do you want to travel to and what's on your bucket list. And, um, so we have recreated that online. So we have our candy picnic lounge. It kind of kicks off our week where, um, you know, where everybody comes together in a virtual space, it's very unstructured, it's very casual, it's very much the chance for you guys to uh, to talk with each other. One of the things that I love seeing each week in Candy Picnic is the the groups that develop. So the first thing that happens is everybody creates a WhatsApp group. And so we see the au pairs going to Maryland and the West Coast au pairs and the au pairs who want to see the Grand Canyon. Um, and you quickly form your little communities within our bigger global au pair community. Um, And so we see those friendships forming. Um, And then we have another space that's open throughout the week. It's an open Zoom space that you can go and have a, a video chat or connect with other au pairs at any time you want throughout the training school.
0: Mm. Yeah, we love that. Me, and, like my, that me and my um, friends, we would go into the, the lounge so obviously meeting space and we would sing songs on oh, Zoom. Oh, I love Sunday. that. <laughs> yeah. So we,
2: we've seen like impromptu <laughs> dance we, parties. We had somebody playing the ukulele a few weeks ago. It was so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I love that. I think I, I think some people are, are more comfortable um, you know, being over the internet rather than in person, so maybe that helps some of the more the quieter ones come out, but then obviously, mm-hmm. with friendships come like we have all these amazing people from so many different countries with you know great languages, which I love to I love hearing all the accents, but then we have a lot of people saying well i don 't speak English as my first language, so how can I be successful at training school so I think that 's a really big concern. so how did you guys ad- address the the issue of the language barrier
2: so you know, you asked about people whose English is not their native language. That is that is the majority of our au pairs, right? One of the goals of our program, one of the reasons so many people say things that they want to accomplish during their au pair year is to improve their English. And of course, uh, we see au pairs improve very quickly during that week in New York, right? They're immersed in English. They are in, in New York speaking English all the time. Um, But guess what we see the same exact thing in the online school it is the perfect kickstart to reminding and reviewing and practicing speaking english which is the best way to improve we also do set up our classrooms based on english level so that uh au pairs are surrounded with others who are at a similar english level and can learn together at the same pace
0: Mm mm-hmm I and like that, a few of the um, people that I've spoken to, who whose who English isn't their first first language, said they struggle kind of finding their way around the platform, so completing their their tasks that they had to do and that sort of thing. How are you supporting people that are kind of struggling to find their way around the platform? So first,
2: that's great feedback. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, We are working now to provide uh, additional recordings so that we can go slower and au pairs can have a guided access through the platform to understand the homework assignments, where things are located and what to do. Um, so that they can uh, navigate the the online course platform a little bit easier. Um, Also, we're Mm -hmm. there with you every step of the way. So um, please, if you're listening um, and you have questions on an assignment or how how to navigate the platform, please don't hesitate to ask. That's why we're here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll, yeah. You'll see people see Canvas popping into the books yes. during the day. It was so nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah she would just jump in and we'd be like, Oh, Canvas mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> hey. She's great. Yeah. And on the on the theme of feedback, what kind of feedback have you received from um from the online platform so far? And how have, have you had to change anything based on feedback? Anything?
2: Yeah, so the, you know, it's funny, the biggest piece of feedback that we get is that um oh parents are really pleasantly surprised how much fun they had um, yeah. after not n- quite knowing what to expect. And so one of the things that we're working on right now is preparing some more information that we can share with au pairs earlier about the school so that they do know more what to expect when they come to the online training school course. The other piece of feedback that we get is that, wow, the days are really long. Um, and um, so we're trying to, to do some more conversation around the the hours that are required f- for the online training school and why the days are long. Um, to be honest, the days are, are actually exactly the same, if not shorter, than they would be while you're in New York. It just feels a little longer because you're you're fitting it in amongst your existing life at home. Um, yeah. The other thing mm-hmm. is yeah, it is a long time to spend in a Zoom call or or attached to the computer. But I guarantee you, it is a lot longer to spend 10 hours with three kids.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, definitely is. <laughs> yeah, we made the point earlier on uh, in, this, in this episode that, you know, it's a 10-hour day at training school. But then 10 hours is the kind of maximum time you're going to spend looking after children in America. So if you can't handle 10 hours doing like a class, then... Can you handle 10 hours looking after crazy children?
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we've we actually designed that piece of the course on purpose in that way so that as an au pair, you get to feel what it's like to be responsible and to be accountable for 10 mm-hmm. hours. Um, and I think that's really important to know that, that every piece of the course is designed on purpose. <laughs> yeah. It's not a trick, guys.
1: Um, so this is probably the one question we get multiple times a day or a week. So we want to know, Rachel, do we have any idea when the physical training school will resume? Oh my
2: gosh, I wish I could answer that question for you with a specific date. Um, What I can tell you is that we are constantly evaluating um, and asking ourselves this very same question is, when are we going to be able to resume a, an on-campus training school program? And what is that going to look like? How do we make it safe for our au pairs, safe for our host families, safe for our staff and our teams? Um, and, and, and we're asking that same question every single day um, because we know how important that experience is to you. Um, and, and we are mm-hmm. committed to doing so, we just um the world is changing every day right now um and so it is important for us to all keep asking that question we want you to keep asking that question um and and we'll keep you posted
0: yeah and i think people also need to realize that even when physical training school does resume You can't expect it to be exactly the same as it was before, because we've kind of the world has changed now. There's going to be things in place that are different to how it used to be to to be able to keep people safe. Yep, That's very true. So. Yeah. Um, And in regards to people that are planning on starting their terms in the new year and are unsure about training school starting kind of what's your advice to them in regards to coronavirus and coming over here and doing online training school in the new year?
2: I would say that if you are looking forward to, to being an au pair, um, go for it. There's actually something really yeah. special about, uh, joining an American family at this moment in time. Um, you know, as a, as a host mom, we have hosted now two au pairs in uh, pandemic times. Um, our first au pair, Bianca, if you if you hear this, uh, we love you. When <laughs> when the pandemic hit in March, you stuck with it and and became an incredible rock to, to our family and to our children. And I think really gained a sense of herself and the world in a way that she never would have been able to get. Before um, we, you know, we sort of learned a lot about ourselves all in that time, and um, and I don't think any of us would trade it for the world. So don't be afraid yeah. of of this time, right? We are learning to to live together mm-hmm. and learn and adventure in new ways that we never <laughs> thought possible.
0: Yeah, and I think being an au pair is. About embracing change and crazy things. So, going through this experience in this crazy time is, it's I guess, a, it's part, a part of, of unique yeah. <laughs>
2: journey as From an au pair. That. Everybody's au pair experience is different. Nobody is the same. Yeah. And um, if, if you want to embark on this adventure, and I highly encourage that you do, um, don't yeah. worry, right? Your host family, um, they love you already. They want to have you as a part of their family. And if you are willing to, to travel and join, um, then you will have an amazing experience. So So don't worry. And as, you know, kind of, as I mentioned before about online training school, it is just the gateway that, that allows you to start that journey. So, um, you know, the training school experience in New York, of course, is very special. Um, But so is the online school, because it opens the door for you to to do everything that comes next.
1: Yeah, I we, Steph and I were saying that we are, as much as it's, Kind of disappointing not being at the physical school. We can kind of hold our own and be like, well, we were like COVID au pairs and like we were, because a- obviously the training school hopefully is not going to be online forever. So, you know, we're, we've got a very unique opportunity and I think we're very lucky. But obviously being a host mom which I think it's, it gives you a great insight, how has being a host mum impacted or helped you in your role as the director of the training school?
2: You know, I think it helps me a lot. Um, you know, I've I've been in the shoes of living abroad with a host family as a, a young person. I was I was 17, 17 and 18 when I did that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, learning a foreign language, right? Being in a in a new in a new part of the world at a you know an incredibly interesting time. Um, you know, my role as a as an educator, um, but also my role as a host mom. I think I. I try to bring every one of those perspectives to my work every single day and thinking about Mm -hmm. how do we create the best possible experience for our au pairs and for our host families. And I think being a host mom does give me a a special insight into the decisions that we make, the way that we prepare au pairs for their experience um, with with the mindset of a host mom in mind
1: yeah mm-hmm. I mean <clears throat> I think Steph and I have said that that's a definite benefit of cultural care because you said it doesn't feel like a number of staff like cultural care are like really invested and they've got their kind of great attitude and great presence so you know we feel perfectly comfortable talking to you and like we know you're the director of the training school but it's like you're also a host mom, so you get it kind of thing like
0: au pairs know that you understand yeah and what well, one thing I loved about having like we had jenny as our as our tutor and like she was telling us stories about her host mom experiences and having au pairs and it just felt more personal and yeah it was nice hearing like actual stories i think you get a lot more out of it that way when
1: you can relate to the tutors and go oh they're not just some random people that cultural care have hired for the week like people (laughs) are in it and they know what they're talking about which i think is great
2: so I, think it's I, a think it, I think it is. Cultural care really does um, go a long way to bring people onto our team who are truly invested and really believe in our program from every angle, whether they were a former au pair or a, or a former or current host mom or they've had some role in international education. Um, you have to love this program to be to be a part of who we yeah. are and what we yeah. do.
0: It's very yeah. special. Um, yeah. And um, before we round off this, uh, this episode, um, I want to ask, what is your favourite thing about training school?
2: Ooh. Oh my gosh. I don't, where do I even start with that question? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think my favourite thing about training school is seeing each au pair um, transformation over the course of the week, who they are when they arrive on Monday um, and whether that's on campus or online and who they are when they when they leave us at the end of the program, right? They arrive um, a little bit scared and a little bit nervous and a little bit excited and a little bit unsure of themselves and, and kind of alone, right? Um, but over the course of the week, we see an incredible transformation to an au pair who is like ready to join their host family armed with um you know classroom experience and feeling prepared and a new set of friends who are going to be on this journey with them um and i love seeing that transformation occur over the time that they spend with us at the training school
0: that's one oh, that.
1: response i love that
2: yeah i love that
0: um thank you so much for joining us on our podcast thanks for having me yeah we had a great time and it was really nice to to get some insight into the the online training school and i hope it helped people feel a bit more confident about attending and joining the program in the coming months yeah um
1: so before we let Rachel go, the last thing to say is that next week we are talking about Halloween in the U.S. and how we have prepared how it's going to be, what kind of things we've done. We're throwing a party. Yeah. i not sure what you guys are doing. Uh, Rachel, what are you doing for Halloween? <laughs>
2: um, so we are doing um, boo bags. That's a new thing that's happening right now with my, with my kids. Ooh. So my kids are six and uh, my son is going to be eight on Sunday. So... Uh, regular oh. trick-or-treating is a little bit modified in our town this year. The kids are so excited yeah. about their Halloween costumes. And so this this is actually pretty new, uh, Boo Bags, where you create little goodie bags with some candy and maybe some, like, stickers and small Halloween tchotchkes. And you kind of drop them off on your friend's doorsteps, like little little baskets of surprise Halloween treat fun um, instead of regular trick-or-treating. So there's like candy exchange. um, And so the kids and I tonight actually are making boo bags. They are going to wear their costumes tonight, of course, because who doesn't want to wear a costume as Mm -hmm. much as possible? And then on Halloween, (laughs) we're going to get dressed up again in the costumes and deliver these boo bags to their class friends.
0: Oh, I love that idea. That's so awesome. That's our plan. Sweet. Well, thank
1: you so, yeah. so, so much, Rachel, for coming on. This was an absolute privilege. Oh,
2: thanks so much for having me. I can't wait to see where this where this podcast goes and following your adventures. Um, and if you ever need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. We love to hear from you guys. Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 And bye, guys. We'll, we'll see you. And that's the tea. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast to get all the tea on Life as an Au Pair. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at tea. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.